morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see you guys up and early and at it. Early bird catches the worm and all that sort of thing. Hey, morning, crew. Rob, Luke, morning from Mansfield. What are you doing in Mansfield, Luke? <laughs> or is that where you reside? Uh, great to have you guys on the live stream this morning. Fantastic. Fantastic day. Thankful Thursday. Uh, morning and windy. Rainy Melbourne. Oh, well, there you go. Jason Witten's my name. Some of you already know that. Do the intros. Morning, Doug and Donna and Margaret. Um, checking out your two new pills. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, if you don't already know, there's my uh, there's my name down there. If you're new, give us a shout-out. Say hello. Um, you might be new to one of our mentoring and coaching programs. We have coached property investors. Now, this is we're entering our 20th year. Um, yeah, 20th year this year. Coming. Uh, helping property investors across Australia and New Zealand buy real estate. Over 10,000 properties our investors own that we help them uh, manage, maintain, maximise, acquire, and um, in property investing well over 22 years myself. Hey, Brennan, good to see you, mate. (laughs) Thanks for joining me on the show. Brennan's one of our team. Been working with Brennan for over 15 years. Um, Coming your way, Brennan, coming your way. (laughs) So, listen, folks, uh, who doesn't like the idea of saving a bit of tax? It's our number one expense as investors or as uh, participants in the economic system that we uh, we choose to participate in. Maybe not a choice, but uh, we're in it. We're in the Australian economic system. We're in the tax system. We are registered tax-paying entities, according to the government, and they want their fair share uh, and I think not necessarily a fair share, personally, but just between you and me, um, about the uh, about the efforts, the output that we have, uh, and about you know the money we make and the tax that they want to take from it. Uh, for you and me, for smart people, we need to manage and understand how we can minimise our taxes as we go along in life, and um, there are a number of ways to do that. Very legal. Very legal, yeah, boo to tax, capital gains tax as well. Very legal, rule-following, ridgy-didge ways of managing your tax affairs, tax minimising, tax planning, because that's what smart, uh, wealthy people do. So today I want to talk about one of those ideas. But, um, you know, you guys have heard me talk about this before. There are a number of places that we can have some tax-free benefits in and how we hold real estate, right? So there's three main ones, and if you're a business owner, if you're a business owner, there's a fourth one. But tell me in the chat, folks, tell me in the chat, what are the the, the tax-free uh, places and spaces that we can own uh, assets or the assets that can be tax-free or minimise our tax? When we get into owning um, owning stuff, folks, owning stuff, put that one in the chat for me. Tell me what what are they? What are the main main places or things that we can do when it comes to tax free? The first one, the easy one. Yep, Nintendo's jumping straight onto it. Um, but the easy one, the no brainer. Let me put this. Uh, let me put this right here. 
The first one, no brainer, easy one. We've talked about this before. Your principal place of residence, folks. Your principal place of residence. The ha- the home you own uh, is tax free, right? Capital gains tax free, anyway. Tax free. Um, CGT. Now, for many of us, we must understand or we must think about um, the idea of upgrading our principal place of residence many times over our lifetime. Many is not a, not a good description. I would encourage you to upgrade your principal place of residence at least two to three times, each time maximising the, uh, the tax-free threshold by buying and selling a principal place of residence. Now, you either buy and sell or you physically upgrade, like knock down and rebuild. Now, that's not what today's conversation is about. Um, we're going to sort of do something else today. Um, the other place or space. Now, tell me in the chat while we're sitting here, the other one um, is yes. Uh, it's not necessarily self-managed super, uh, Nick and Nintendo, but I, we know we all know what you're saying there. It's just super, okay? Now, for for your Prince Place of Residence, it is unlimited, folks, unlimited. Unlimited value, tax-free, capital gains tax-free value for a Prince of Place of Residence, okay? So there's no limit. Your, if your home's worth $100 million and you sold it and you didn't have any debt on it, it's a tax-free gain, right? A lot of people sort of miss that in their wealth creation strategy, uh, and um, uh, we don't. The place to own some real estate uh, or um, own some assets that it doesn't matter whether it's real estate or not is your super. Tell me the number. How much tax-free assets, value of tax-free assets, can you own in your super, all right? What is the threshold at this moment in time for an individual? What is the threshold, folks? What's the threshold? Tell me that in the chat and I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a hint. It's something, right? Here we go. Boom, Nintendo was on it. $1.7 million. Million dollars. Like, okay. So um, that is what we're going to talk about today, 1.7. Nick, it went up from 1.6 to 1.7, and it's going to continue to go up, folks, for the foreseeable future. It is indexed with inflation and all sorts of stuff. That is why I think it's valuable. Now, you don't want to go too early on this one, but let, just let me talk Just let me um, talk to you about the other place we can have tax-free value and gains. Um, um, obviously, when you, you have investment properties... Okay, properties, you can decrease your income tax by using um, uh, using depreciation plus costs to offset using the concept of negative gearing at this moment in time. Now, um, many of our investors have in the single digits um, tax returns or tax numbers. Uh, and the fourth one, for business owners, what uh, if you qualify, what can you sell your business for tax-free into the future, folks? If you would, I, And this is the problem, and I'm actually doing a program on this for business owners real soon, so uh, I'll let you guys know what that's about. But what is the value? If, you would, if your business was worth something and you could sell it, what capital gains tax-free value per shareholder, Nintendo is on it, been watching my shows often, 
2 million bucks per shareholder, by the way, per shareholder. So if you've got, you know, two or three or four shareholders, that is $2 million each, right? $2 million each, tax-free, tax-free if you qualify and you're structured correctly in the future, okay? Yep, it's $2 million bucks. Right, so today we're going to talk about this one because, you know, uh, this one concerns me and it should concern you as well. Anyone seen this of recent times, all right? The five super funds representing 600,000 members, $27.8 billion have failed. I'll say that again, failed, 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 folks. Oh, my little highlighter doesn't work very well there. Failed. No, it's not working. Right, failed. The regulator's performance test. Check that out, right? This is, this for me, for all of us, really, um, for me, just demonstrates how look, many of us don't think about super being our money, our wealth. You know, it is 10% of everything you earn, everything you earn, or up to a certain threshold, $27,500, folks, 10% of it, 10% of it goes into your super. 10% of your life. You think about this. You know, uh, as, a, as a week, that's, that's half a day. That's half a day every week goes to your super. And it's failed the regulation performance test, right? And, you know, some of the challenges, and you have a look at this. This is some recent stats came out in the ABS, the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Look at this. Look at this. You go ahead and let's say you start work at, you know, let's call it 25. 25 is the number. 25 and you work to 65, right? 25 to 65, like that's your, that's your proper working life, okay? 40 years, 40 years of, um, of working and the average person, and this is, Let's look at this at sort of retirement. Yep. Um, <laughs> hey, Jace, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Um, listen, 40 years, 40 years of working and the average male has 175 and the average female call it. Let's, let's just be conservative and call it 140. 140. Who, like, does that... Now, what is the gap there? Call it, like, have a look at the gap of tax-free gap, right? Tax-free gap. You work all this time, you're going to earn some money, you're going to do something, and the gap between the amount of money creating assets out of your super uh, and what you could have in your super, you know, have a look at that. It's like, call it like 1.5, 1, you know, 1.4 to 1.5, you know, mil, mil of tax-free opportunity left on the table, right? So how do we, folks, how do we get more value, more understanding, more concentration of our wealth into that place and space, all right? Um, Because for all of us, this game is a game of maximizing um, maximizing our wealth from every opportunity we can. If you own assets in your 
super in retirement, they are approximately 30% more efficient. Why are they 30% more efficient? Because if you were earning, let's say, $100,000 outside of your super in retirement, you would pay 30% tax on that. But inside, you're going to pay zero or approximately that amount, right? So for all of us, where we sit right now, what trajectory are you on? Where are you at? Where are you at? What age? What age are you at? And what's your balance? What's your dollar balance now? And do you have a plan to make sure you take advantage of this gap, this gap of wealth, right? This gap of wealth. This also came out in the recent um, or one of the recent data collections, right? Check this out. This is the median wage, right? Um, or the median taxable income. So, you know, have a think about that. You know, if you're on sixty or $70,000 a year, there is very little, very little hope that you can contribute over and above, over and above, over and above your minimum contributions from your uh, employer um, into your super, right? Okay, difficult. Okay, well, let's talk about possible, possible um, opportunities here. Here's some possible opportunities. Over a period of time, okay, over a period of time, there's a few things that that you can do, right? So when you're closer to a an age of some description, um, you know, when you're closer to an age of some description, you guys know what's what's you know what do I say all the time? Buy well, you know, buy well, never sell, right? right? Never sell. Now, um, I, I will allow that rule for me to be um, to be a little flexible to do this, right? So, so here's one strategy I'll share with you guys today, and I'll get. Um, my good friend Andy Fenton to share a few other strategies. Um, if you're interested, tell me if you're interested in the chat. Uh, would you guys be interested in doing a full um, a full breakdown on this one um, for how do you get, how can you have plans to get a value into your self-managed super or any super, by the way, um, by the age of 65, close that gap. Buy well, strategically sell. I like that. I like that, Hardik. <laughs> I like that, Hardik. <clears throat> so there's a certain time. <clears throat> there's a certain time. Let's say over here in our world, you guys, you guys um, have seen this before in our acquisition phase, right? Acquisition. Um, you know, we buy some real estate. Terrible pieces of uh, drawing here, but you know, here we go. Let's say we buy our investments. We're traveling along as we go. We identify, we identify one of these uh, to strategically sell. Um, oh, nice, nice. Thank. You. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we identify this one's to strategically sell. Let's say you bought it for five hundred k. Now it's worth a million dollars. One million dollars um, over here. All right. Um, you can. At the right time, this is this has to be the right timing. You could sell this, and the proceeds of it can be transferred into your, uh, let's say, a better place. Let's say your super. Oh, that red's terrible, isn't it? 
um, into your super tax-free, a certain amount up to 500K or it depends on the rules, right? Okay, that's one way you can do it. You choose one of your properties that you would strategically sell and roll the value, roll the value of that over into your super into the future. Now, if you had a partner, you and, you and your partner, wife, husband, whatever, <coughs> um, then you would choose two of them, okay? One for you, one for them. And you'd roll it over because the 1.7 adds together, right, to become 3.4 for a couple, right, for two people. Okay, so that's huge, 3.4 mil, tax-free, income tax-free, capital gains tax-free, folks, um, as you go along. I'm a big fan of owning some real estate with your super fund anyway. I've done it. Uh, Many of my clients do it. Check with your uh, financial planner if it's appropriate for you. Um, But it's fantastic. I love it. What's another way we can do this? Um, If you're a business owner, this can be a commercial property, folks, commercial property. Uh, and commercial property works extremely well for, extremely well, team, for your um, uh, for your super if you're a business owner, okay, and or um, for the capital gains tax-free $2 million thing as well. So anyway, um, does that make sense? Where is your? Where are your assets stored now? Okay, where are they stored now? It's appropriate and efficient and easier to buy in your personal name. All right. So for most of you, you're buying in your personal name between you and your partner, you and your, you and your investment partner it could be life partner too. Company and trusts can work for business owners, but really buy and hold property investors not so much. Um, it's not as good. And then how do you, where do you, what strategically will you do to make these more efficient into the future? Okay, how do we do it? Okay, what do we do as we go along? Because then we can transfer them into other places which have some efficiencies for that process. You guys know this, we got we call that consolidation. This is kind of lifestyle and legacy um, as we go along. All right, I think that's about it for today. Uh, Fenton's on a holiday. Andy Fenton is on holidays at the moment, so um, we might uh, hit Fenton up for a little bit more uh, action and conversation. Um, but uh, yeah, we've done a few videos on that for for you guys uh, at our mentoring program. So um, you know, if uh, if you're in our mentoring, go check that one out as well, which is uh, which is good. Uh, Hardik, probably around that. It's usually around. It's usually an age thing. Um, it's usually an age thing, Hardik, rather than a stage. But usually, it's either consolidation moving into lifestyle. That's usually when, when the timing's right. When you've got enough equity in that property, you know, rollover value, um, and um, you know, there's an age where you can. There's a certain age from um, uh, from fifty five onwards where you've got like this extra contribution you can you know, lump into lump into that. And there's also a downsize of contribution, folks. So down further down here, if and when you sell your principal place of residence, folks, um, uh, if you if you sell your principal place of residence, there's actually a downsize of contribution as well. So there's a few strategies, which is kind of cool. Anyway, there you go. Hey, Bob, um, 
We're not doing wine and wisdom, wealth, wine and wisdom. Uh, Andy's on holidays, uh, but we will be back to it next week, Bob, next week. So uh, stick around for that one, folks. All right, then. You guys be awesome. Be well. Uh, Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted for today. Uh, join me tomorrow for another one if you're up for it. And you guys be uh, you guys be well. And then, uh, yeah, see you tomorrow. All right, folks. Adios. Bye for now. Uh, Rose. Depends on your age, Rose. Depends on your age, okay? But, um, hey, thanks, Dion. Thanks, Hardik. Thanks, everyone. Bye now. Thanks, Shelly. Hey, Shelly, we've got to catch up. We should do that today. <laughs> Bye-bye. 57. Yes, Rose, you should reach out to the financial planners. Uh, connect with your coach and then um, get, in a, get a meeting with the financial planner. All right, team. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.